Welcome to the Guys Drinking Tea Podcast. If that sounds like a casual conversation to you, then you're absolutely right. We decided to start this podcast because, frankly, we just love talking about the scriptures and exploring how they interact with our everyday lives. These are the kind of conversations we were having in the hallway anyway every week, so we decided to turn on a camera and a microphone and let you listen in. If this content's helpful to you, then we would greatly appreciate it if you leave us a review in your podcast service, hop over on YouTube, subscribe to us there, like, comment, share with friends, all of those things. Without any further ado, let's dive into another sometimes meandering conversation about the scriptures and life. Hey everybody, how you doing? My name's Alex, and I and am not Aaron. You are not Aaron. clearly. We've uh, we've upgraded. Aaron's on parent, uh, paternity. paternity leave, <laughs> and and so we have Teresa of the two surnames jumping in. Yes, it must be so fun to have two surnames. It confuses people. Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. never find me in their database. I'm always like D E space yes. W I T. Absolutely. What does DeWitt mean? It means the white Teresa in Dutch, white. which <laughs> is apparent in my coloring. White hair, yep. like just yes, impressive. super Dutch. Okay. My name, I don't know what my name is. It means something. Walton. Um, but we are back and Aaron will be back potentially next week with someone mm -hmm. who isn't me because I'm on vacation yes. next week. Uh, but you're here That'll this week. That'll be a surprise. And, and jumping in uh, to have this fun conversation about, well, to drink tea. Yes. And and I made you your tea. Just he makes really good tea. Thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very English and we're both drinking from very English cups. <laughs> we were going to try and find like finger sandwiches and uh, doilies yeah. and... Maybe some scones. Oh, yes. Did you say scones or scones? Scones. Excellent. Otherwise, it sounds like sconces. Oh, you, go, you can't eat sconces. Nope. That'd be strange. Uh, <laughs> so, so we are here to drink tea mm -hmm. on the guy and girl drinking tea podcast yeah. um, for this week. But also to talk about this series that we've been doing here mm -hmm. at South. We've been doing this thing on everyday spirituality. Um, and this week, we talked about something that you... Find yes. easy, love. Um, I was really interested when we talked about having me come on here because uh -huh. the topic was like work-life balance, yeah. right? Um, and that's something that I struggle with a lot. I'm an Enneagram 3, and I love to work. So you say Enneagram 3. Some people out there, they may not Enneagram. But yes. broadly speaking, that means... You love to get things done. Uh -huh. You love to accomplish things. It's hard for you to relax and take a break. So yes. that's my like normal trajectory. Yeah, that's where you, I find myself. If you want to see Teresa start to tap a desk with frustration, invited to a meeting that's like <laughs> super high level wandering and pondering uh, type things with no concrete decisions being made. I'm over here like pulling my eyes out. Like, what are we going to do about it? <laughs> Feet it's on the ground. Be, it's got to be something yeah. to do. Yes. Um, but so I, so we well I talked so little sermon summary for yeah, those of you that aren't South, great. Southie people or weren't here. Uh, Southie. We talked about this idea that Jesus makes this offer to people, which is really compelling. Uh, he says, "Come to me, all you who are weak, uh, weary, and mm -hmm. heavy laden, and I will give you rest." And in this version of the message, it, it goes something like, "Come and learn How the I unforced rhythms mm -hmm. of grace. Copy mm -hmm. me. Watch what I do. Learn yep. the unforced rhythms of grace." And I don't know about you, but there's something about that that's for me is like, mm -hmm. ah, that doesn't sound like my, it sounds more gentle than my life, yeah. which doesn't always sound unforced with rhythms or grace. Mm -hmm. um, so there's this invite. And so this week we looked at the idea of what it is to play. Mm -hmm. so, so actually, well, a bit, bit further back, actually, we actually looked at vapor. Yeah. Um, so this book, Ecclesiastes, has this idea of 
a vapor. Um, it uses this word habel, which we sometimes translate meaningless, but vapors may be a better description. And I sprayed a spray bottle in the air repeatedly so we can watch as this thing dissipates, disappears. I, I thought you were having a cat problem and you are trying yes, to... Yes, I was like, ah, like, oh, there's so many cats on Get the them stage. Get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're going to start the service with 23 cats on stage. And um, that, But that spray... Um, it kind of gives that picture of what vapor is. You can't cling to it. You can't capture it. Mm -hmm. And yet we spend a lot of our lives trying to almost accumulate or manicure or manage vapor. Mm -hmm. Like we want to collect it. We want to work for it. We want to earn it. We want to do, 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 do. Absolutely. And then there's these two things that we're invited into that, that aren't about achievement or production. Based on Ecclesiastes, you could make the argument they're still vapor. They still disappear, but they're not mm -hmm. about accumulating it or con controlling it is simply just experiencing it. Yeah, that's and a that big was, difference. That was play and rest. Mm -hmm. So this week we got to talk about play uh, and what it is to, to have fun. Ecclesiastes in chapter 8 just says, so I recommend you have fun, which is not typically what I think of when I think of the Bible. Right. Yeah, that's not a fun? tattooed like Bible no, no, verse no, no, you see yeah. very often. I might get Ecclesiastes <laughs> chapter 8 verse 1 tattooed down my arm. On like a pin cushion. Yeah. Or not, no, like a... Um, the pillows with the embroidery. Yes. Have fun. <laughs> I did know a guy once who got, you know, that verse where it says, don't get tattoos. I think it's oh something like Leviticus 18 right. verse 27. Yeah. He had Leviticus 18 verse 27 <laughs> tattooed down his arm. Bold. Which is fine. I don't tend to think of my body as something to use to make vaguely ironic, like humorous <laughs> statements. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of effort and very long lasting for a niche joke. This niche joke is going to be on me for 50 plus years. <laughs> because because the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then after a while, I was like, yeah, kind of wasted some body <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, But But Le Ecclesiastes 8 has this, this concept of, um, yeah, enjoy life, experience it. Um, I, I want people to have fun, which mm -hmm. is a bit foreign to us. And so we wrestled with the idea this week as, as play as something children do mm -hmm. and maybe they're wiser than us mm -hmm. and i told people about my son coming to me and he, he made this like beautiful like offer he was like do you want to come play stick tree with me stick tree uh, and and i was like well, what stick tree <laughs> and it turns out you simply find a stick you find a tree and you hit the the tree <laughs> with the stick so um, therapeutic the yeah <laughs> I even had people ask me, like, what are the codified rules of stick yeah, tree? Like, how, yeah. do I know, yeah. how do I win this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, maybe a problem for an Enneagram yeah, 3. You can't yeah. win stick tree. <laughs> Nobody wins at stick tree, not even the tree. I think the rule should be that whoever lasts playing stick tree the longest wins. <laughs> so, so, so that picture of play, and I think the, the thing that stuck out to me was this G.K. Chesterton quote that children are able to play mm -hmm. because they, they have this endless capacity for monotony. They're mm -hmm. not in a rush to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just simply entering into it. And, and G.K. Chesterton kind of says, maybe that's what God's like. Maybe mm -hmm. he has endless capacity for those moments. Maybe mm -hmm. all daisies aren't the same because they have to be. Maybe he just never gets bored of making daisies. Maybe he's able to enter into those childlike things. Maybe mm -hmm. he has the the. Maybe children are more like God than we are in some ways. They can switch from rest to play mm -hmm. to work, and mm -hmm. they're okay with it. Yeah. Um, so somewhere the 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 idea was balance, 
and and then the question becomes like, well, how do we do that? Yeah, practically. Yeah. Yeah. What's so that look like? You you mentioned like you struggle with work-life balance. Sure. Why? What 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 causes mm, the struggle? I think that there's a lot of things that go into that. Um I grew up in the Midwest, like oh, okay. farmer's daughter. Like our area is very much like we believe in hard work. Uh-huh. But the fascinating thing about that too is like And that's quite a Dutch thing, right? It is. Yep. Yeah, 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 it's quite, quite Dutch. Absolutely. Um, but another thing too, growing up in that area, like um, we take Sabbath very seriously mm. too. And that was something that I struggled with moving somewhere um, where I feel like work is still something that's very appreciated in yep. this culture as well in Denver. Um, but Sabbath is just kind of, if you can, great. And if not, oh, it's okay. Well, we, we've we had that like dynamic before because I think one of the things you're known for on our staff is working hard. Mm. Like mm-hmm. we're kind of like if, if something's going to get done, <laughs> give it to Teresa and she'll like, she'll make it happen. Mm. But at the same time, you, you do know what Sabbath is. And mm-hmm. and we've had conversations before where it's been, and I'm going to do the air quotes, emergency stuff. Mm. Like maybe it was in COVID when we right. had to send out an announcement oh, and yeah. I would send you a message uh, and saying, hey, I'm sorry to ask you to do this on your mm-hmm. Sabbath, but mm-hmm. it's an emergency. But in my mind all the time, I was kind of like, to what degree is it an emergency? Mm-hmm. Does it really? Need, what mm-hmm. if there were no computer? What if the only way was to do it? Go door to door. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that it was an emergency always, I was always a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. And you would always be very nice and you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. I can absolutely take care of it. In the but, messages. No, yeah, in the messages, yeah. In the background, you're like <laughs> ranting away. I will say though, like when those things came up, I would try and keep in my mind, like, okay, I put in an hour's extra of work here. I'm going to let myself sleep in on Monday morning or I'm going to try and um, leave early Monday Mm. afternoon. Like I love having a job where you kind of like can make your own hours to some sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I've come from a corporate world where it was like, if you were there at 801, you were late. Like if you were there 10 minutes early, you were on time. So it was really interesting for me to go from that to being like, it's, it's dependent on me to like be here from this time to this time. When I first came on staff at South, it was right before Christmas time. Uh It was my first time working in ministry. First time working in communications. First time in charge of a department. And I remember staying in the office till like seven at night and I would just be so stressed out, but I was like, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. And I remember Larry, our previous executive pastor would come by and I was like, I have to get this done. People are depending on me. And he would like, he was very good at helping me like calm down and it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and something he'd say was like, for my like Enneagram three work brain, the thing that stuck with me um, from my language was like, the work that you do past your like eight hours, it's honestly probably not going to be very good. Ooh, <laughs> like, if you, yeah, if you are that stressed and yeah, tired. Yeah, like God hasn't built us to be robots. He He's built us to need sustenance, to need rest, to need sleep. Which is hilarious because for those of you who know that Larry, one of Larry's favorite jokes was, um, well, it all depends on you, so don't, don't screw, screw it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he said to me the day he left. He was yeah. like, yeah, okay, here yeah. we go. Anytime uh, you're about to go on stage, he'd like yeah. elbow you yeah, yeah, yeah. as and a joke because it rem- reminds you like, it doesn't all depend on it me. It doesn't all depend on yep. you. Um, yeah. Unless you're in a bad state of mind, it backfired. And you're like, oh no, what if yeah. it does? What if it does yeah. though? But that was good for me because I think in the place I was at, I was like, well, why am I stressing myself out if what I'm producing isn't even going to be good? It's better for me 
to like I'm going to produce better work if I leave room for rest. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so funny that like we see I love it when we see what like God tells us in the Bible and commands us to do when we see it reflected in science. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's what's human flourishing will happen with that type of I mean, not it will usually flourish more by following those. Yeah, absolutely. um, those tracks. And and it's interesting, like you talked about, like there is this Sabbath's interesting because it, it comes from like this Jewish tradition and mm-hmm. it starts off as one no other nation did Sabbath. Mm-hmm. This was a pretty unique thing. They mm-hmm. came out of slavery from working seven days a week. Go, go, go. There was no rest. There was no weekend. Yeah. Um you imagine? I, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not like it's uh, Friday night, oh, and now we're gonna yeah. you know, do whatever till Monday. It's like, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's still Monday. It's always Monday, mm-hmm. um, and you're always going. And and so to offer Sabbath, on one hand, is grace. It's this beautiful picture mm-hmm. of his free rest. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, no, no, you have to do this. Yeah. And and in Jewish culture, if you didn't do it, yeah, well, you could get stoned for it. You get punished for it. All these different things. Like it was, <laughs> no it pressure. was. Don't mess around with the Sabbath. Yeah. So from that culture. Mm-hmm. If we could like transpose that into, oh, we need to send out a quick email, open up your computer. Mm. The question is, oh, would you be allowed to do that? Mm-hmm. Would you? So, so Sabbath has this perk to it. It also has this cost to it because somewhere you have to trust that God is going to take care of, mm-hmm. of the other stuff. I think that it can be a pride issue sometimes too, at least mm. for me. Like it's a good reminder to be like, if I am not available for 24 hours, like the world's still going to go on without yeah. me. Like I could have, I'm not a parent, so I know, like, I can't imagine what that's like <laughs> trying to put that into that perspective. Um, yeah, and, and and that that parenting definitely, I think, blurs the lines between yeah. work, play, and rest. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that, like, just based on our different, like, life settings right yeah. now, you are dating uh-huh. in a relationship. It's mm-hmm. a really important relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like a year now yeah. plus, and... Uh, and yet you have a chunk of freedom mm-hmm. that that allows you to say, oh, this seems like fun or this yeah. doesn't seem like fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I have like, well, is stick tree play mm-hmm. if I don't want to do stick tree, but my mm-hmm. son does? Like, <laughs> That's interesting. Who's deciding? Yeah. Who determines what's rest? I could be like, sorry, Jude, this is my Sabbath. Yeah, like- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just now, some we were talking in the office. St- Steve, our executive pastor, said, I, I joked about like, no, no, we just work here. We don't play or rest. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you're going to cancel your vacation? And I was like, well, I don't know if you'd call my vacation rest. <laughs> like, I... I'll be teaching fishing. I'll be. Mm-hmm. I've uh, heard that from parents. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think the first time that twigged for me was just after I had my first child. And it was Elena was maybe six months old, still mm-hmm. in a phase of life where Laura was doing almost everything yeah. with her. Yeah. Um, and, and she still wasn't play. certainly wasn't playing. Sure. Or, and I was in the gym, uh, in the changing rooms, and I was listening to two guys chat. And, and one of them said, oh, what did you do over the weekend? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, oh, I went camping with my kids. And he said, oh, was it fun? He was like, yeah, it was fun, but now I'm ready to get back to the office so I can yeah. rest, which is so interesting. Like, I'm going to, to work, rest. to rest, wow. because play can be hard huh. in terms of like energy required and all those different things. I always love to try and squeeze in one extra vacation day after vacation ah. to like get caught up on things. I'm like, I just need a day before getting 
into the office to like do my laundry, organize my house, get groceries, and then I feel like all settled. That's and, such like, a personality thing. Really? <laughs> you don't do that? <laughs> no, in actual fact, my family with a family that growing up, we would have like the rental place we would stay. And you always have to get kicked out. What is it? 11 oh, o'clock sure. in the morning yep. or whatever. Yeah. And we would just pack everything in the car, but then go sit on the beach to like seven in the oh, evening wow. with no place to be. Just we mm. just hang out and then we leave because my dad mm. was always like, we're going to maximize yeah. this time. I love that. We're going to stretch it out. So he would get home and then like the next day was, mm. was back to back to going. Wow. Again. That was just that's huh. who we were. Um, so it's. So, so finding that balance for you, as you say, mm-hmm. is, is difficult. Like, and you found some ways to set some boundaries. Yeah. Um, I think I had to kind of relearn what Sabbath was for me mm-hmm. because I think it's different for different people. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a problem. And this is just me personally with someone like if they have if their job has them working on Sundays to so take a Sabbath on a different day. And that is interesting because that whole thing, like. We, we live in this culture which service goes all the time. Yeah, it never stops. 24 it hours. Goes con- completely. Yeah. I used to take vacations in the south of France mm. and very secular, like mm-hmm. maybe 2% of people go to work, go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a slightly larger percent would say they were nominally followers of Jesus or, mm. or Christians at least. Um, but on a Saturday at about six, mm-hmm. all the stores shut. And if you don't have milk and bread on Saturday at well, six, too bad. you're not getting it till Monday at nine. <laughs> yeah. Like it just, the thing stops. Wow. And so they still intuitively know you've got to have a yeah. stop. And we, yeah. Christian America with 40% church attendance or whatever. We want two day shipping. We want it right yeah. now. Like... I, I even I even get resentful because I lived in a country that had one day shipping. Because England's so small. <laughs> I'm like, two days? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't have Prime. So I like... Now Prime, that teaches me patience. Lots of things on Prime will give you same day. It can get here like you can get it there in eight hours. It's nuts. I'm super cheap, so I try to like I'll put something in my cart, and then a few days later I'm like I don't need that, no, and then I take it out. That's so that's good. my way of saving yeah. money. But you, um, you experience this different type of Sabbath. Yeah, and and so Sabbath maybe is this time of rest. Mm-hmm. It's also this time that maybe in a modern day we think about play as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what do you do for fun mm, when you love working? Mm-hmm. So I never really associated Sabbath with play before mm-hmm. until I came here. Well, and Denver is just such a playful area, mm-hmm. too. Like you go downtown, you go yeah. to the mountains. Like there's so many fun things to do. Um, and what I realized was for me, Sabbath was doing something different than my day to day work. I love that. So it could be something like going to the gym. Like Mm -hmm. I love having that as like a way to just like shake it all out Mm -hmm. and just like start fresh, get all those endorphins. And it's so different from sitting at a desk for eight hours. Absolutely. So for me, I feel so free and like I actually get to use my body. I feel alive. Um, So that's the way that I rest. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, you have to be in the right mindset for it because it could be oh, well, you know, I need to stay healthy. I need to do this, like check the box of like mm-hmm. going to the gym. So they're like this Monday. Um, I know we have meetings on Monday afternoons yeah, and you're yeah. like, have fun at the class at gym. Yeah, yeah, you just, and, you, yeah that's like, what I do. Um, and I had had like a long day at work that day. And I told myself, I was like, you know what? That's not what's going to be helpful to my soul right now. Mm-hmm. And I just need to go home and rest. Mm-hmm. And I need to believe that like, nothing's bad is going to happen if I give myself one day. Yeah. So it's almost giving yourself that leeway. Um, well, I found that, and, and again, different life settings, yeah. which is always fascinating. Yeah. I have a life setting where I'm just always around people. Yep. 
Um, and my job has a lot of interaction. I probably have more meetings than anybody else mm -hmm. just by nature. Of I see your role. calendar. Like, you do. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> so I'm just like going from one thing to another. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then I have this beautiful home life that I adore, mm -hmm. but I have three mm -hmm. kids that I'm very interactive yes. with. We play a lot together. We do a lot of stuff together. So I got to this point where I realized I had no space mm -hmm. that was just mine. Mm -hmm. Even the stuff that would have called fun was with other people. Mm -hmm. So I would occasionally go play golf with some South people. Um, and But I'm still like still doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, so I actually intentionally started crafting out ways to to find space just to be by myself. Mm -hmm. So now what I do regularly is I'll get up about five in the morning and I'll the kids will wake up somewhere in the next hour or so mm -hmm. and, and we'll interact. I'll get breakfast, different things. But somewhere about seven, I wake Laura up and I just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll swim at the like halfway point. Sometimes I'll do rowing when I get back. But it's this way of mingling prayer, exercise, mm -hmm. solitude, all these different yeah. things yeah. in a way that actually is just beautifully restful for me. Mm -hmm. Just detaches me from everything else. Yeah, it's intentional rest. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen by default. Yeah, where, yeah. but whereas you right now, I mean, you're in a relationship, but yeah. you live... In an apartment I have an account. Yeah, I am all by myself. So space is actually yeah. like soli solitude is not a hard thing for yeah. you right now. It was really interesting because during quarantine, I was in a house with three other girls. Love them. We're like sisters. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so whenever I was at home, it was really easy to like not work because mm -hmm. we'd all be hanging out in the living yeah, room yeah, or cooking yeah. dinner, and you have that time to interact. And, and you can complain about work. And, and they don't work with you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just so great to come together and we might be cooking different things, but we all could come. Uh -huh. um, and it would be a distraction from work for mm -hmm. me. I'm not going to have my laptop out working when I'm totally. hearing about my friend's day. Yeah. Um, so that was so like, I'm so glad that like God had them in my life during mm -hmm. that time. I tell them, I'm like, if I had to quarantine in my one bedroom, like what 460 square like? foot yeah. home, I, I would have been a hot mess. Yeah. So now when I go home, like I don't have... Um, that like social interaction anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been good for me in some ways, but in other ways I'm like, well, I'm not talking to anyone. Like it's so tempting just to like pull up, oh, this this work thing is bothering me. Like I had it the other night, like I couldn't fall asleep and I was thinking about a work thing. Oh, and I got, and I, yeah. I, I I like leave my phone outside of my room. Uh -huh. Like I found that's a really good practice for me. Yeah. I don't need blue light in front of my face while uh -huh. I'm trying to fall asleep. Um, and I ended up like getting out of bed and like checking it and looking at it. And then I got it out of my head and I went to bed. I don't know if that was the right thing to do or not. Like, oh man, yeah, I don't know if it was either. <laughs> I shouldn't like, have told you the that. Moral, like, yeah. Ugh. Oh my goodness. But that that finding that balance is is key, and it seems like that's Jesus' invitation to unforced rhythms of grace. Somewhere yeah. you need all of those things. Mm -hmm. Joyfully, we get to play and we get to do things that are fun. Yeah. Uh, joyfully, we get to stop doing things of any kind and rest ourselves, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like for yeah. us. And and there's this book that I love by a guy called Wayne Mueller on Sabbath, and he just has these gentle rhythms in it. Like he'll say something like, uh, you know, the work day is done, light a candle alone mm. or with friends. Whatever didn't get done won't get done today, mm -hmm. and it's okay. Yep. And, and so like you talked about Sabbath, whether that's a, a playful Sabbath or a restful Sabbath, and, and we would say the lines, I would say the lines are pretty blurred there. Mm -hmm. It depends um, what your soul needs. What, you need, what your soul needs, that 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 stopping of work, mm -hmm. stopping of the thing that achieves yeah. um, is key. And it is that trust. You you almost like 
said exactly the same thing as I'm about to say. Uh, it's that trust that the world will survive without exactly. you for a day. Yep. Um, and 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 so for me, like I, I love this practice of these three things that we'll talk about this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere in Sabbath, there's this invitation uh, for the world to like to trust the world will survive without mm-hmm. you for a day, mm-hmm. and then to take some solitude and trust that the people that rely on you mm-hmm. will survive without you for an hour. That was key <sighs> for me. Yeah. Like taking a walk and and going for a swim and and doing those things. Laura and the kids will be okay. Mm. They, they don't need mm-hmm. me there every moment. They'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. I'll get back and the world will still be going <laughs> for them. They don't, yeah. And then then this was another like key step for me. Mm. Somewhere in that day and that hour to, to practice silence. And, and when I say silence, I don't just mean not speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean intentionally trying to shut down the treadmill in my mind. Mm-hmm. Because I, I am absorbed in my work too. And, right. And, thinking about all the things Mm -hmm. like where will south be in 10 years oh how is this person doing with his sickness like the all over the so many pieces yeah how will sermons be for the next ever (laughs) (laughs) no pressure just all those different things solve this on the walk Uh do you have it when you're trying to fall asleep that you're like i need to solve all the world's problems until i can fall asleep or is that a three thing that so so laura would tell you very frustratingly for whatever reason my superpower is the moment I get into bed, I can switch <sighs> off everything. That's amazing. And just like I, <laughs> I just, 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 yeah, I'll get back to that. Good for you. Any, yeah. But but that that silence moment is is actually is a faith statement too because mm-hmm. it's a belief you can survive without you for a second. Like you huh. can trust everything to God. Mm-hmm. You can give it to Him and stop trying to figure everything out. <sighs> like you don't need to. Yep. to keep going mm-hmm. um that that's such a learned behavior seriously um, because yeah. we we all we all problem solve we all mm-hmm. use it as this thing now i can fix this what yeah. can i do and sometimes you just have to say god i'm gonna stop yeah I mean, the monkeys are gonna stop jumping around the cage like in my mind like i'm mm-hmm. just gonna just just let it go mm-hmm. and so sabbath is great and solitude is great and when you add that component of like i'm gonna stop and listen for god's voice mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know about you, but sometimes my solitude, if it involves prayer, mm-hmm. can be me just venting on God all of the mm-hmm. things that I'm like. Just, <laughs> there's a lot to like. Right. Let you. I'm know. gonna unpack. Yeah. Let me. <laughs> let me. Let you hear the list. Um, can you believe X, Y, Z? Exactly. <laughs> and somewhere, actually, getting to a point of saying, "Okay, God, I'm actually gonna shut up." for a while mm. not just verbally but internally yeah that's a difference up. too yeah. yep yeah i'm gonna shut up and just yeah. <sighs> so good huh. i think in our culture too like we find so much of our identity in what we produce mm. and i think it's a good reminder to be like god values me whether i'm crossing a million things off my list or if i'm taking a silent walk yeah like that's yeah. it's not like he's like keeping score mm-hmm. of like how much you got done that day oh god god's lack of interest in scorekeeping is fascinating mm, right um that that's just yeah he he doesn't seem interested in doing that thing at all mm. um and we do and it's interesting like that sabbath summer is a faith statement that god mm-hmm. can do more in six days than we can do in seven mm-hmm. um but but even then that's become like this question i don't know if you've read any of this stuff there's this whole bunch of people that are pushing for four-day work weeks oh because they're like, people are more productive yeah. with four days, all yeah. those different things. So, so it's a God story. God mm-hmm. says do Sabbath. It's a Jewish story. Uh, it's a Christian story. Mm-hmm. It also seems somewhere it's a human story. Yeah. 
Uh, Science goes along with what God's been yeah, saying. Yeah, you are not. <laughs> you are not the most productive. Fields are not the most productive when you grow stuff in them every year. Yeah, and you uh, need animals to are not the yep. most productive yep. when you reproduce them every year. Yeah, work is not the most productive when you do it every day. Somewhere, mm-hmm. let the ground rest. Yeah, the farmers know yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah, right. Uh, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a fun conversation. This was good. Thank Thanks. you for jumping in with yeah. us. And next week, Aaron will be talking to someone, I'm sure. Maybe to you. Maybe. Maybe you'll be like a staple now. Maybe it's just he's like, we got to do this. Guys and one girl drinking tea. <laughs> I love it. Um, but it's been fun to hang with you guys. And as always, uh, subscribe, like, review, all those different things. Yeah. All the YouTube things. Those are your territory. I don't yeah. really know what they yeah. are. You did great. What does it mean to subscribe to something? I don't know. You hit a button. It's below <laughs> below the video. And then it. they get a notification um, whenever we go live again. I love so that. So it's great. Yes. And sometimes we go live and there's not actually a video to watch because of human error. Me. We're not um, perfect people. We are not perfect people. And there's a <laughs> podcast that you can also uh, listen. If you're someone who doesn't want to sit and watch a video, which is definitely me, I almost watch no video content. Same. If there's a news article and it's links to a video, mm-hmm. I'm like, give me the words because I can yep. read them in like a quarter of the time. <laughs> I'm in control of yeah, the text, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I don't want to hear your rambling. <laughs> um, but yes, thanks for supporting us and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Well, thanks again for listening and we hope that that was a helpful conversation for you. We'd love to interact with you about this. So feel free to leave comments, questions, all that sort of thing and we'll try our best to get back to you when we can. Have a great day.